The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit LowTreeStudios.com. From Low Tree Studios in Lancaster, California, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind, this is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. My name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, a new poll asks Americans to grade themselves and their neighbors on social distancing. I'll give the results. Plus, I'll share bad news about hot dogs. Uh, what a man's hands reveal about him. I got wacky but true news. Why Americans are so tubby. And uh, what your body does when you sleep. And Mindy will share her driving 101 with Mindy. That's right. Uh, and we're not we're not live today. We pre-recorded. We'll go into a little bit of that before we start our show. We'll catch you up to date on how things are going this week. Uh, but uh, welcome those of you listening after the live show that doesn't exist on your favorite podcatcher. <laughs> right. Right. Welcome those of you on your favorite podcatcher, and welcome in Mindy, of course. So let's discuss briefly. Uh, we sent, we sent out newsletters. So uh, yesterday was funny. Uh, uh, I sent out newsletters telling everybody what was going on, uh, revealing, of course, that the new uh, Weekly Dose Patreon podcast is up and available. It's ready for people if they want to subscribe and enjoy it. And then I, I said, "Bitches live! Bitches whining is going live at six thirty. And mm. then uh, David and Stephanie called, and they had plans. They were t- they wanted to do something. They're, they're trying to buy a car. They're trying to buy a car. So uh, they they." switch things around with us but but also we had some stuff come up with our dog Bella yep her and uh blue scuffled you know not in a bad way they weren't they weren't fighting they're were play they were fighting playing. but they're rough you know dogs can be rough and uh and so she, her her sore got infected really badly infected we woke up Tuesday morning and her whole face was swollen filled with pus really gross yeah, so peeling back the curtain a little bit, this happened on Saturday. Yeah. It's not unusual. They they usually play a little rough, but I think what's actually happening is Bella's getting older. Yeah, she just can't she's hang. She's 11, I think, right? 11 or 12. She's coming up on 12. We don't know how old she was when we got her. We've had her seven years now. And I so. think uh, she just doesn't want Brutus beating Brutus on her. Brutus yeah. and he And he does. So. He does. He nicked her uh, top of her head and apparently her one of her paws that we didn't know until after. But uh, anyway, so what Jason's saying is that that little sore on the top of the head, I put peroxide on it thinking it would be okay. Thinking it, it would be fine. It looked fine, but she's this brindle color and you really couldn't see, but it did look like it was sealed while... Closing up, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, come, uh, let's see, what are we, Wednesday, Tuesday morning, we woke up and her face was... Like the elephant. Like the yeah. elephant man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really was. And what's weird about it is, is it wasn't that way the night before. No. So uh, what I think might have happened to get it to to progress the infection was that Blue was probably licking it all day long on, on Monday. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it just, it was weird though how we woke up the next day and it was just like that. But so we took, we took the day off and we got her in. And it, Boy, she, what a fiasco that was. Yeah, that's weird the way things are now. Yeah, so can I can I yeah, go. so we so we you know call eight o'clock in the morning, we try to get the appointment. Well they do appointment spots because you have to wait in the parking lot. Oh yeah, that's right. You're and talking about so car. our slot was eleven thirty. So we get there and we're waiting in the parking lot and uh they take her in and they're while they're um you know, 
figuring out what, what to do with her. Uh, should I go into the van? Why wouldn't you? Just yeah, tell your story, Mindy. <laughs> so me and Jason are sitting in the truck and we're waiting. And this van I see, cause I'm, I'm facing Jason and I see him pull in to the driveway. And if you can imagine, it's like uh, gates that slide across together to come in, yeah. to come in. But and they're wide open. At yeah. The, they're at that point. wide open. And so this van comes in and he come, comes in kind of hot. I'm thinking, oh, you know, I hope he slows down. And he did. He kind of kind of glided right into the handicapped parking spot, which was right next to us. Pretty close, yeah. And proceeded to um, not brake. No. No, he accelerated. He <laughs> run, and, the, and here goes the van off the curb. Up onto the curb, yeah. Up, missed the handicapped sign, somehow swung around, took out a bush, a tree, and a boulder. A big boulder. Yeah. Wrecked his car. Messed Poor guy. his car up. Got out and he said, I swear, he was a really old gentleman. I swear I, I was pressing the brake. He thought he hit the brake. So I don't know if he does left foot braking or whatnot, but he looked like he probably just hammered both down. But he did like he was coming to a stop and then all of a sudden, woo, just, spun, just you know, you've seen it in videos. It was like we were watching one of those videos. I can't believe this is happening right now. Yeah, we both sat there in shock. We're like, it, after, and literally the dust was settling. Yeah. And the bushes wild. were, <laughs> it was just like, wow, did that just happen? And then of course the lady runs out of the, veterinarian office like, what the hell jason gets out of the car where i'm like you know are you all right you know and of course he was and nobody was hurt i wondered about his poor little dog in the van what was going on <laughs> with the poor little dog inside the van I'm sure the dog was fine but yeah that was kind of weird so it was it was just a weird day we'll get into the show here in a little bit but we just want to explain we were going to do the show last night but we didn't pick her up till pretty late so yeah. we just were like nah we're pooped we'll just do it today so i apologize for sending out the second newsletter stating uh bitches whining would not be live and that you know that the, we would pre-record this show and release it tuesday so that didn't happen obviously because we we were just worn out from all of that so we're doing it now and we've got a the bitches whining will be uh right after this one pre-recorded we're not doing any shows live uh and then we'll get our b-roll recorded for our patrons and that's right uh, then and, that's and to sum up what happened to bella she ended up getting several stitches across her little head and she got stitches on her paw because apparently she had been licking another wound that we did we not know about. Yeah. So she was in quite a bit of pain and oh, yeah. um, every two hours last night she kept us awake. Oh yeah. She would wake up and not, you know, she they're, they're kind of out of it. They don't realize where they are and what's going on. And you could tell when she'd start to come to again, she'd start whining and crying and it was sad. It wrenched my heart a few times because I've never heard her cry like that. Yeah, she's been a hearty uh, little dog. She's been good for, uh, I don't think she's ever had to wear a cone, except when we first got her. When uh, we first got her, she'd been attacked by the other dogs that were being taken care of by the rescue, the guy who rescues pit bulls. Um, but, but that was it. She's been hearty and no issues. So she does not know how to deal with this cone. Needless to say, it's altered our weekend too, which is kind of a bummer, but, uh, our little getaway weekend, that's disappointing, but, um, we'll get into the show right now. That's right. A new poll asked Americans to grade themselves and their neighbors on social distancing. And more than half of those surveyed gave themselves an A for excellent, but only about 35%, a, a grade of B, uh, for their neighbors. 
24% of respondents gave their neighbors the, a grade of C or below. So they wow. think, so here they are. They think they're doing amazing, but right. they're saying you're shitty at it. Mm. I'm doing great, but you're not. I give my, I'm a, I'm a C. Absolute 100%, maybe even a D. I'm a D probably. Neighbor? Why, why, why so? Not neighbor. I'm not, not neighbor, but in general. Like just the whole social distancing oh. and 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 wearing my mask. I'm not good about it. I'll leave my desk, go up to other people, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, I'm not wearing my mask. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm trying to get in the habit of bringing it. I know everywhere. I got told today. Yeah. See, I, I'm a D. Absolutely, 100% a D. Yeah, I got told today that I I need to wear it if I'm roaming around, even though I'm keeping a nice six foot. And, and more distance. Yeah. I was told today, which, you know. I'm, It'll save your life. Yeah. Really? I say that incredibly sarcastically. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I'm a D too. <laughs> Good. Well, we're D's together. Yeah. We're double D's. Double D's. Nice. All right. Next thing. Researchers say eating bacon, sausage, hot dogs, and other processed meats can raise the risk of heart disease and diabetes. Duh. We all know that. Uh, eating unprocessed beef, pork, and lamb appeared to not raise risks of heart attacks and diabetes, they said, uh, suggesting that salt and chemical preservatives may be the real cause of these two health problems associated with eating meat. So just meat in general, not so bad, but all the processed stuff, not so good for That's the heart. That's why you buy it. No nitrates, uncured. Still, it's still try, though. Try to no no sugar added. Still, it's it's still processed. It's still processed meat. Hmm. Hot dogs are processed meat, even if they're the Hebrew nationals, which yeah. are really good. They're still yeah. processed meat. Uh, okay, check this out. If a man's ring fingers are longer than his pointers, it means he is sweeter to women than most men. I thought you were going to say something else. Uh. Did I say did I, did I say to most men? I, I'm not. I'm not saying things right here. Let me say that again. The reason why I got distracted because I was looking down at my own hands to see where I ranked <laughs> in this category, and then I didn't want to show you because I wanted you to to guess. Yeah, because I yeah never really noticed. Okay, so let me read that again. If a man's ring fingers are longer than his pointer fingers, it means that he is sweeter to women than most other men. So the ring finger is longer than the point pointer mm -hmm. finger. Oh, exactly. Right. I think yours is. Guys with this ratio are not only more agreeable, but they were also rated as less quarrelsome. That's bullshit. I'm yeah, quarrelful. That right there is. I wish I wasn't. Ah, wrong. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> why do they act like, why do, why do they act this way? Researchers from McGill University say it stems from above average testosterone in the womb. Above average. Mm. That's right. Hell Are you proud yeah. of that? Yeah, Are you yeah. proud of that? So, yeah. so let's see. Well, you're about even. It's no, so it's slight. It's slightly. It's slightly longer. Look at this one. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, that one's. That's my left deformed. hand. <laughs> that is some <laughs> fucked up shit. You're deformed. Your face is deformed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's my. Um, no, that one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I don't know why that. Why one's is deformed. that one so much shorter on that side? My ring finger, my <laughs> pointer. Mm -hmm. No, my pointer. Yeah, it's way shorter on that side than the than the other. But the other, still, this one's taller. Is a mine little like bit. that. Let's see. Yeah, your your ring finger is taller. Except if you if you take into consideration your uh, nail. Yeah, it's pretty close. Then All right, let's move on. What about to, lady hands. Eh, let's move on. Yeah, we don't need we. 
so many researchers are researching ladies because they're like, you know, a combination lock. We got to figure them out. Mm. Guys are easy to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't understand these correlations. I think it's silly that we go, oh, the ring finger when it's longer. <laughs> really? I had thought you were going to say something else because they're always comparing it. They do say to stuff size like of your penis. You're talking about penis no, size? Well, I was thinking uh, your ring finger is the same size as your shoe size. Oh, what? That's a small shoe, Mindy. Yeah, well, you have a small Oh, you foot. mean you mean the diameter of your ring yes, finger? Yes, the diameter. Yeah, and I think mine is a nine. So that is my foot size as well. Okay. <laughs> So this is wacky, but true news. Uh, first thing here. A couple of Virginia shoplifters thought it would be great, a great idea to walk into a store wearing homemade masks made uh, of hollowed out watermelons. Ew. Uh, the two men walked, walked, yeah, walked into a gas station convenience store and made off with some goodies inside after police released photos of the melon heads and their vehicle. A member of the public identified them. Melon heads. Sticky. Very sticky. Messy. Yuck. Gross. Were they fresh cut or were they sitting around for a day Ew, or two? And that's even worse. Because have you ever smelt a melon that's been sitting in the sun? It's, it's gross. It's, no it's, good. Like, it's almost like a pumpkin. Same, yeah. same thing. It's gross. Police in Florida say Thomas Reesey and his wife got into a verbal argument over a family issue Friday evening at their home residence. Uh, as detailed in the arrest affidavit, Reese got mad, took a piece of raw chicken and threw it at the 34-year-old, at his 34-year-old spouse. Yeah, he did. The chicken struck the woman in the back of the head. Nice. <laughs> it's good wow. aim. It's got good aim. What'd she do? That's it. That's, That's it? That's all you get. Wow. She called the police, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I don't know if that's police callable, but oh well. Right. All right. All right. What would you do if you thought you found an abandoned puppy on the side of a busy road? Oh, we've done that. Pick it up. A man from Japan recently thought he'd stumbled across just that and decided to take the sweet little creature into in to look after her until uh, she could find a forever home. The man named Marcy called an animal hospital, then shared the news of his discovery on Twitter. He posted that he'd found a lost puppy on the highway and asked if anyone might know who she belonged to. Many people took the time to respond to his tweet that it wasn't a dog. Oh, no. People on Twitter pointed out that the man had found a very young fox, not a lost puppy. Aww. Wouldn't that be interesting to... A very young fox. Raise. Nah. I'm good. Yeah. Nope. They got teeth. Well, all, all dogs mean, have teeth. They too. got like little needle teeth, though. They're but they're, they're also they're also really wild. Oh, so really? No, wild. thanks. And their pee smells like awful. How do you know that their pee smells? Because my uncle in Michigan would hunt, hunt fox, and they would use like um, deer deer pee or even I think maybe even fox pee. I don't know. It's something to 
And I, I, I know nothing about this. You know nothing, so Jon Snow. Right. I should just not even be talking about. You really shouldn't. Something they use with pee that allures. Other Are you animals. sure it wasn't? They were hunting for deer and they put deer piss on themselves. Maybe, maybe so, that's yeah, it. All, but I, I thought I've heard something about fox. First of all, all People pee smells. Fox. There's no pee that does not smell. Yeah. It all stinks. It's just all unique, based on what you eat. I will have to ask because I, I don't know why, but fox pee smell. I mean. A story you're thinking, yeah. Something, yeah. You're hearkening back. And it's not hearkening back very far. Well, it's not hearkening back successfully. Right. It's it's hearkening <laughs> back and going, what did I mean? What? All right. Larger gatherings are still prohibited under strict coronavirus stay-at-home orders, uh, but that didn't stop a raging house party Saturday night in the Hollywood Hills section of Los Angeles. When police responded to a noise disturbance call, they found that more than 100 people gathered. Oh, how dare you! Gathered oh. at a short-term rental property that appeared to have been uh, reserved for the occasion. The officers heard a single gunshot and called for backup units. Uh-oh. An investigation revealed that a man had had shot had been shot in the groin area. Ouch. The wound is believed to have been accidentally self-inflicted. Whoops. A little drunk. Yeah, you know, but shame on them. Right? Let's shame people. We should just shame people. Shame. We're just going to shame people all the time. You're you're gathering shame. <laughs> How, was, was that on Game of Thrones? Shame. I don't know. Shame. I, I'm, I'm, it's on this podcast now. Yeah. I'm just going to look at people and go, you gatherers. Shame. Shame. <laughs> uh, ever get so tired while on the job that you fall asleep? Almost did today. Holy shit, I got three hours of sleep, really, I think. Yeah. Uh, heck, maybe you, you even do it on purpose. You pull the delivery truck over over to catch a 10-minute cat nap or close the office door and shut off the light uh, mid-afternoon. I've done that. Feels nice, right? Well, a guy mm. in Florida is wishing uh, he hadn't, he didn't fall asleep on the job. Over the weekend, he dozed off while breaking into a home. That's his job, Ooh. stealing shit. The homeowner found the guy sleeping on her couch. Fuck you. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Sleeping on her couch. Can you imagine that? You came home to that? No. Mm. That would freak me out. I have a story and I've told it before. I'll tell it again, but it was uh, let me let me let me send let me send people off with the music here. All right. That was that was your wacky news. So here's my story. This was freaky. I was uh this is when I worked at Lowe's and I, I was working on uh, was I was a night stalker. Stocked at night, stocked the floors at night. And I was in the electrical department and I was stocking something and I heard this weird noise, like a buzzing noise. And it was consistent. It was right around where I was working. And I was like, what is that? And I kind of looked around where I started to hear the noise. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a homeless guy sleeping behind a, one of the big chandelier boxes that were down on the floor. How do I not know this story? I've told you this story and I've said it on the podcast before. You just don't remember. You're hearkening. Remember hits dead ends? Okay. You're hearkening. That's not Miss, really Mrs. it. But... And Mrs. And I so was what like, did they do? This happened twice and I'm the one that found them both times. Uh, I We called the police and the police came and mm. they moved him out of the store. So he's snoring away? Sleeping. Wow. I mean, late at night, just was like, it was cold, it was winter, mm -hmm. right? 
Uh, and then it happened again. I was in, I was in the, um, I was in the uh, cabinet department and the cabinets were right behind where those big long rugs would hang. Yeah. And the guy was back behind there. Same thing. Same guy, wow. I think even. And it was like a couple, just a couple weeks later. So that that's is, a nice cozy place. That's creepy. Yeah. Catch, bet, it, right? catch some Z's. That was fun. Those were fun times when I worked, when I was stocking the floors. I hated working second shift, but I mean, third shift, but, um, it was fun. You know, you just put your head, that was back before you had iPods and shit too. Mm. I had a walk, a discman. <laughs> right. Cause how are you about, lugging that around? That was about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. They really did. Well, that probably had iPods. I just didn't have one. Oh, you just put it in your, clip it to your back pocket there and you'd walk around and listen to music. Oh, oh God, it would be so cool to have a, a podcast to listen to and stock the floor. Now it'd be awesome. Right. Uh, I wouldn't want to do that anymore though. Forget that. Uh, where are we at? Is it, uh, uh, oh, it's entertainment news. Yes. Okay, here we go. It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. First up, unhinged trailer makes Mm. russell the bad guy if you guys have not seen this trailer it is freaky yeah it's called unhinged look the trailer the trailer for unhid unhinged has been released the story follows russell crowe as a road raged maniac determined to show a mother who honks at him what a bad day really is the poster design (laughs) frighteningly reminds us he can happen to anyone Unhinged is currently scheduled for theaters in July. Looks really yeah. intense. And it is like one of those things that probably could happen. It could. I, you know, I think people's people have a cool off period. Uh, and a, a, based on what we saw in this trailer, it doesn't end. No it, once cool he gets off. that once he gets to that place, it doesn't he snaps. And he turns into that for the remainder i guess but anyway go ahead in other news adam sandler and lebron james teaming up for new netflix movie nice adam sandler will star in a new drama which has the backing of producer and all-around nba superstar lebron james Mm. jeez that was a lot the story follows an american basketball scout sandler who is unjustly fired after discovering a once in a lifetime player abroad the scout decides to bring the player to America to prove that they both have what it takes to make it in the NBA. That's cool. I like I like Adam Sandler in serious movies. Me too. Uh, he doesn't do a lot of them. No. But I, I, I like Punch Drunk Love was one of my favorite movies and Adam Sandler's in it and it's really good. Do you remember the one that we just watched recently on... Um, the Wrong Missy? The Wrong Missy. That he wasn't in that, but that was, that was from his... Uh, movie company, okay, you know, production company. That was actually really I good. I loved that film. She was so the wrong Missy. It was great. It was a great comedy. Yes, uh, I loved it. Super good. Good on Netflix. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you haven't seen that, that's another good one to watch. Yeah. And lastly, Ryan Seacrest rep says he did not have any kind of stroke. Yeah, I heard about this. Viewers expressed concern for Ryan Seacrest Sunday night when. Toward the end of American Idol's chaotic season finale, his words seemed slightly slurred and his eye appeared halfway shut. 
Some feared that he suffered a stroke. Seacrest's absent from Monday mornings live with Kelly and Ryan also raised worries. Yep. His uh, rep said, however, not to worry. Ryan did not have any kind of stroke last night. Like many people right now, Ryan is adjusting to the new normal and finding work-home balance with the added stress of having to put on live shows from home. Between Live with Kelly and Ryan, American Idol, On Air with Ryan Seacrest, and the Disney Family sing-along specials, he has been juggling three to four on-air jobs over the last few weeks, and he's in need of some rest. We get it. It is a lot of shit. Yeah. We get it. So I'm been trying to catch up because i haven't seen the finale yet and uh i want to i want to see what happens i think it's funny like some of these things that you read like you you tripped over the whole uh uh, nba superstar lebron james we know who he is dude you don't have to say all the all the (laughs) stuff we don't you don't have to say how many jobs ryan seacrest has we know he's a jamaican and he has 18 jobs we know it (laughs) that's from uh you remember that from in living color that was the Jamaican. <laughs> Do you remember that uh-uh, sketch uh-uh. Uh, where he had just all kinds of jobs, like 13 jobs. <laughs> very, very funny. Uh, so yeah, we don't need all, they, they just put I too know. much in those sometimes. Uh, all right, let's move on to the question of the podcast. Hey babe, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. All right, so the question of the podcast is is this. Uh, What did you think would be easy, but turned out to be extremely difficult once you attempted it? Mindy, Mm. you have some answers. You stole some answers from other people. Well, no, I'm going to add to one that answered in our uh, Facebook chat. But uh, the one that I'm going to say that that is different is snowboarding. Mm. Um, You and I tried snowboarding in Colorado. And uh, I thought it would be really easy because I snow ski and I can snow ski or I did snow ski really well. Yeah, you did. Um, You do. And um, yeah, that's not so easy. Yeah. I got on. I kept falling. It felt like my legs were twisting. I just didn't have what it takes to stay balanced on what I thought would be easy. You kept hitting the front edge and hitting your knees. Yes. And hitting oh my your God. tailbone. And the last time I fell so hard on my tailbone, I literally sat in the snow and cried. It hurt so freaking yeah, bad. That was bad. That was a bad moment. Yeah. So I, then we rent, you rented skis yep. <laughs> and then I snowboarded and we had a good, we had a good day. Yeah. That, that was in tell, tell, tell your ride. Yep. Colorado. That was cool. What uh, about you? So many things. Uh, you just said, snowboarding and then you, as you said that i remember i tried surfing once and it's really hard oh uh, not that i thought it would be easy really uh but i didn't think it would be that hard i guess mm. right uh, and that was really really hard i talked to you about you talked to you about a few other things being a homeowner mm-hmm. you think oh it's just so easy nah it's hard. It's hard work. Yeah. You know, hard Lots to maintain it. So not just, just the simple fact that you got to pay for it and then shit breaks and then you got to pay for it. And some stuff, if you don't have the money, you got to figure out how to do it yourself. And then a random um, boulevard um, uh, remodel happens and you got to pay the, the <laughs> taxes, property tax. Supplemental taxes. Uh, it's <laughs> just, that's hard. Okay. And then to do with houses, uh, I, we got it when we did, had our smaller house before this one, we did a, a lot of remodels a because lot. we 
didn't have the money really to afford to do them ourselves to pay. I mean, to pay for them. So we had to do them ourselves. Um, I thought flooring would be hard. It was hard, but it wasn't as hard as putting molding and trim in. I thought trim would be no big deal. That is some bullshit. <laughs> I put trim in that entire house around the doors, you around did a the base. Great job. It was, it took the longest. It was the hardest. That was hard. Yeah. Uh, there's so many though, like stand-up comedy. People think that's easy. That is not easy. No. Singing, not easy. Yeah. So many things that you think would be easy. I've got a, a, a whole list. Yeah, those are great ones. So I don't want to get into I don't think anybody said any of those. Well, so. let's, let's hear what they say. Uh, Jordan said the buns of steel workout. He <laughs> said, <laughs> Jordan. No joke. Looks uh, like a breeze, but I was dying by the end. Love Jordan. He's and hilarious. I think there was a, a workout called P9, P- P90X. That sucked. I've done that and That's I hated it. I got, I wanted to throw up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I made you do it with me, and you. <laughs> I hated it. I also did it with with uh, my friend Steve. You almost threw up, and I I almost threw up. I couldn't keep up with him, <laughs> and that was when he was like, you know, in in the three hundreds. That was in the beginnings. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Uh, Carol Chapel said, "Growing giant sunflowers in my garden, as small plants, they are either eaten by the rabbits or shredded by the wind." If they manage to grow, the wind usually snaps them. So no matter how well I stake them, heartbreaking, but I'm trying again this year. Mm. Laugh out loud. That's great. I I say never give up. By the way, I do want to give Cheryl a... Cheryl. Cheryl. Wow. <laughs> Car- Carol. Where'd I get that? Cheryl. It doesn't matter. It's just you. It happens. Uh, I want to give Carol uh, some love. She did give us an email uh, in reply to last week's list that you had, where, oh, where yeah. it was the foods that uh, from from um, from the UK uh-huh. that that Americans are like, what the hell? Uh, it was pretty cool. So I have to share it with you. I didn't share it with you. Uh, we've been very very busy, but uh, she did she did reply to that, and it was awesome. She went through all of them. It was really really cool. Oh, she did very very detailed, very awesome. Thank you for that, uh, Carol. That was uh, you that know was a good I'm, read. I'm gonna just jot that down um, because I would like to. Um, Make that like a mini segment. That'd be cool. We can make that a segment next week where we go through uh, the ones that uh, that Carol knew. So I'll put mini segment with Carol. Yeah, because she knew a lot of the ones that you mentioned. Did she? And really? she liked some of them that we were like, "What?" Huh. Yeah. So that's that. That's an interesting good re- <laughs> good re- good reply. So thank you for that, Carol. All right. Awesome. All right. Next up is Maurice. He said sculpting clay. Mm. I have an art school background and played with Play-Doh all of my childhood. I gave it a go and it was a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. Sculpting clay. Sculpting clay, painting, painting. You think it would be, oh, that's mm, Painting it's not, is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did watercolor class. It was very pretty fun. Good. I think I did all right. But it's hard. But it is definitely hard. Okay, next up is Angie Mirendorf. She said kayaking, and that's the mm. one I wanted to add yeah. because Jason and I did some of that in Catalina Island. And um, gosh, we got way out there. I freaked. I literally freaked. We were, we were almost getting going to get divorced on, in the Pacific in the, Ocean. <laughs> it was so not cool. Well, we didn't realize, we didn't know. We were dumb. We didn't know, and we should have asked our friends because yeah. they knew we didn't know that you steer from the back. Yeah. We had no clue, which how dumb are we, right? Think about boats. Right. The engine's not in the front. It's in the back. <laughs> right. And it all steers that way. So uh, you have to steer from the back. So Mindy and I were like, oh, we've, we're brilliant. Put Jason in the front. 
and Mindy in the back. Which actually is not a bad idea right. because I would be the motor pushing us along and you would just be steering us. Yes. Right? So we you did wouldn't not have to, know we that. didn't know that. And we just kept drifting and drifting and, we got and drifting. This major fight. Oh, it's hilarious. And then what the hell popped out of the ocean that I think freaked it was me an out? Otter. I think it was an otter. It wasn't a seal. I believe it was an otter. And it, and we were we were rowing over the kelp forest. So as we were just skimming across all this leafiness. And if you don't know me, I don't like anything that no. would touch me in the water at all. And that just it freaked me out. I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> we got in a major fight. Yeah, the waves were a little getting a little bit bigger too. It was scary. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. Not fun. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for bringing that Good up, times. Angie. Good times. Angie McVeigh said water skiing, and yeah, that I've is I've never hard. tried it. I have, and it is a challenge because you've got to be in a certain position mm -hmm. to get up and out of that water, and you got to hold that position until you get up. Yeah. So yeah, there's a learning curve to that. And if you don't know that, or you're not with somebody that's experienced, that can be really hard. Yeah. I've heard that, that I've seen, and I've seen, I've witnessed, I've never, I never did it myself, but yeah, I've heard that it's pretty tough. I did pretty good on that as well, but it, it took some learning yeah. on that. Yes. I bet it'd be fun. I've never done it. Okay. So Truther Greg, I don't know this person, but I guess apparently he knows my sister. Okay. So He's saying casting lots, still trying to figure out what lots are so I can throw them at something. Now, I don't know what he's talking about, did but I did look it up and it has something to do with the Bible. And yeah, and so I'm not even going to touch it because I know nothing about it. I have no idea what you're talking about there, bro. Yeah, so whatever. Well, you got some explaining to do. Right, that would have been nice. Uh, Jeannie said crocheting. I've never tried it. So I, I can't even talk about no, that. No, me neither. I imagine, I it imagine would be. it's not easy. Jessica said, Ike oh, Ikea furniture. Putting hanging, it together. Hanging things straight on the wall. Have and, you been oh, and hanging things straight on the wall. Ha oh, I, I'm pretty good at that. I did that over the weekend. I hung your... Um your mirror, uh -huh. and beautifully, I did it beautifully. You really did, and th and that's probably how a carpenter would do it. But here's a life hack that I think I've shared before: is if it's small enough, you can just um, print, copy it on your um, printer, the back of it, like say it's a picture or something, oh. and the hooks maybe an inch or two down. You just how do you do that? How you, do you you copy it on paper, and then you put the paper on the wall, and then you know exactly where the the nail hole is, or it should go. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't know how you. But obviously, it. you can't do it with a mirror that you huge. Did. It was yeah. huge. Uh, did you hear? Do you listen to the Daily Dose? I did. Uh, did you hear about Pier One? Yes, I did. That's All of them are so closing. Sad. Every single store. Yeah, bummer. fucking crazy. That is unfortunate. Ooh, I should go on and see if they got some clearance. <laughs> and uh, Carol said, "Moving and fly fishing." Ooh, I bet. Moving sucks. Yeah, moving definitely sucks. It's amazing how far you get removed from moving, where you go, oh, I can move again. Nah, yeah. it sucks. But I think I'm pretty good at packing and getting things organized in a way where I can I can pack a truck. Next time I move, though, I, I want I want to pay for it. I, I yeah, me too. Fuck all. You know, you get to a point where like, nah. And I'll touch briefly on fly fishing. Um, I've been fly fishing. Um, my stepfather would take us and there, it's definitely an art to that, how you swing it, how it has to lightly touch the water and the fish just know, like, it, it, um, think of it, a fly yeah. landing on the water. It has to be like that. There's a definite art to it. I mean, I, I spend so much time though, 
killing flies and not wanting them in my house, I can't imagine fishing for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> fishing with them. Jason. It was a joke. It was a okay. It was a joke. I'm, I'm, yep. Is that it? That is it. Nice. Thanks, Mindy, for the wrap up. You know, <laughs> uh, the question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is: What is your best line to win an argument? Your best line to win an argument. I know mine. Okay. Your best line to win an argument. I know mine too. You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or the Low Tree Studios Facebook page, and we will feature your response on next Wednesday's show. And now for this. Can you imagine a world immune to all forms of cancer? Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for our fourth annual live stream for the cure. And this year, we need your help more than ever. Please join us May 27th through May 31st for 48 hours of live content from guests and podcasts around the world. We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference. All right, so now it's time to talk about that a little bit. It's a week away. I did mention just a minute ago that we'll we'll share your responses to the question of the podcast on next Wednesday show. That is not true. Uh, it will be next week's show, but our show, instead of being on Wednesday, will be pre-recorded like this one. So we, unfortunately, sorry guys, we won't have a live show two weeks in a row. We do apologize for that. Uh, but this is for a really good cause. We're going to pre-record a show and it will be live streamed for this live stream for a cure event. Uh, and our time slot is at 5 p.m. Uh, I mean, uh, Eastern Standard Time. So it's 2 p.m. Oh, Pacific. Okay. That's why we can't do it because that was the only slot available and we can't do it. We're working. So we right. weren't able to do the show live. All the slots were filled up, which is awesome. A lot of podcasts are participating in this. So we encourage you guys to to listen to a lot of them. Three, where do you go? Three Low Tree Studios podcasts are participating in it. Uh, uh, weird, wacky, wonderful stories are before us, right before us. Uh, that same day on the 28th, oh, really cool. they start at four. Um, I, I always get it mixed. I always say Pacific. So four mm -hmm. Eastern standard mm -hmm. time. And then we're right after them. Uh, I don't know if they're, they're able to go live. They probably are cause they're, you know, they're in, uh, in the UK, so they may be able to do it, but either way, it's uh, two hours of low tree studios shows. And then the next day on the 29th, I shake my head will be live. Uh, and they're going to go on at 6 PM. Eastern nice. Standard Time. So Low Tree Studios shows are a part of it. Um, I will provide the link, but the best way is just look up live stream for the cure. Live stream for the cure. It'll come up. Okay. All you got to do is Google search live stream for the cure. It'll come up and you can get information. And I did send something out as in a newsletter where people can buy shirts. We I bought a shirt. So I encourage you to do so. It's like $12.50 from every shirt that you buy goes toward this. They don't make a profit on this. They have to cover their costs. The shirts are about 30 bucks mm. with, with shipping. Uh, but $12.50 goes toward, uh, toward it. There's also a donation section and it's right there on the live stream for a cure website so you can donate some money as well 
I'm not sure how they're doing it. Uh, I honestly, I wish I knew more about is it a week how they long do or it. is it just it's, a day? It's uh, four days long. Four days. So it starts okay. on the 27th and ends on the 30th, something like that. So I don't know if you have to donate to listen. I don't know. Um, but why not donate anyway? Right. I think it'd be great if they structured it that way. They raised $8,000 last year. They're trying to raise 10,000 this year. So we highly encourage it. These guys are awesome. They've been doing it. Uh, they I think they said fourth, the fourth annual four years in a row. We've missed it every single time because we, uh, every time they do it, we're away. Cause it's like either around Memorial day and we're usually gone. So we can never do it this year. We had the opportunity. We got in on it late, unfortunately, cause we would love to go live. We are masters of live. So for us, it's like, let's do this. Yes, right. Exactly. Uh, but unfortunately it'll be a show like this. Not unfortunately, cause this is a great show. Uh, but it'll be pre-recorded, so you can't listen to the Wednesday show until that day. We're not going to release it until after, sometime in the evening on Thursday. So first, it'll be live there, which is where we want it, yeah. and then we'll release it later. So we want to give people the opportunity to listen to it live first before we release it to our you know our regular stuff that we do. Does that awesome. make sense? So those those are your updates. I told you I would update on you update you on that, and that is it. Now let's get into uh, this. Ooh, I like yeah. that better. Do you? Before the it was dying. The card died. Yeah. Yeah, it was dying. But yeah, you can now do, we can we can dance a little bit. Nice. Watch. Let's dance. Driving 101 with Mindy. Yeah. I love it. All right. People drive me insane on the road. So I thought that we could have a little fun with a DMV handbook. Yes. It it is what it actually says you should be doing. So this week, we're going to talk about merging etiquette. Mm, It's a good one. This uh, first one up is space to merge. Okay. Enter the freeway at or near the speed of traffic. Not the speed limit, but the speed of traffic. Yes. And people, they go on at a snail's pace when there's nobody and you should be gearing up to catch the speed of the freeway, right? Well, if there's nobody, fine. Enter how you want. But if there's traffic, you have to be going as fast as them. Absolutely. Or roundabout as fast as them. And do not stop before merging into freeway traffic unless it is absolutely necessary. And the only thing I can think of What do you mean by that? Well, uh, some people will slow down to almost a near stop because they're trying to get in. That's fine if it's full of traffic. You know, you, you, you should be creating space. That's the point of this. Yeah. But when there's no space, people... I swear they don't know how to drive. They they get on the freeway and you're going speed and all of a sudden they start to slow down and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Get on, merge. That's You're yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah. be merging. It's, exactly. <laughs> it's the zipper effect. Right? Yeah, it's the zipper effect. Anyway, so freeway traffic has the right of way all the time. Yes. So when it is safe, follow a three second rule. Do not try to merge into a gap that's too small. So she said, "How <laughs> zinger!" Okay. Yeah. Watch for vehicles around you. Use your mirrors and turn signals. Yeah. Turn your head to look quickly over your shoulder before changing lanes. Just don't merge when you and not look and look. A lot of people do that too. It's like, hey, fucker, I'm right here. I'm yeah. right here. 
Wait your turn. Wait your three second rule. You're a little fired up right now. <laughs> Jeez. I'm telling you. My goodness. And if you need to cross several freeway lanes, mm-hmm. cross them one at a time. Just don't zip all the way across. Why not? It'll, well, you can if it's clear, but don't cut me off in the process. Ooh, that's your road. Mm, you pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next one up is space to cross or enter. When crossing or entering city or highway traffic yeah. from a full stop signal and leave a large en- and leave a large enough gap to get up to the speed of other vehicles. I'm trying to picture what this yeah, could yeah. be. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little confused. You must share the space with traffic already on the road. I'm thinking like, you know how like especially streets in LA, like you'll get off of freeway maybe and it merges onto another. Maybe. Maybe that's what I'm thinking is you're sharing with already or i don't know with the god i'm trying to think of a good example i don't know you're not giving one though there's a lot of um exits that you get off in yeah. the la area that you actually emerging right onto another onto the street yeah but i mean the the flow of traffic's still going that's what that's how i imagine it okay anyway um you must share the space with traffic already on the road. Yep. It is important to know how much space you need for merging, crossing, entering and exiting out of traffic. You need a gap that is about a half a block on city streets. A half a block? A full block on the highway. That's some bullshit. And I can't imagine that. So when I was reading this, I was like, yeah, they can't they must not be talking about the LA area because you do not have our blocks are a half mile. <laughs> right. And I, I just, I don't even know what they're yeah, talking about. It's got to be old. It's got to be, there's got, I thought it was a, a, a certain, t- like a certain time, you count it, you know, you're like one three Mississippi. Three second rule. T- yeah, three second rule type. I thing. think that's more, that more. Um, that's highway. Pertains to out here where we live, maybe in more rural areas, it's different. I'm maybe, not sure. I don't know. Even if you have, oh wait, if you are crossing uh, lanes or turning, make sure there are no vehicles or people blocking the path ahead or to the sides of your vehicle. You do not uh, want to be caught in an intersection with traffic coming at you. Yeah. Uh, even if you have the green traffic signal light, do not cross the intersection. If there are vehicles blocking your way, they do that all the time in LA. Right. The light's green and there's just nonstop traffic. They don't stop behind the light. Like if there's yeah, yeah. already They're already cars, in the intersection. Yeah, it sucks. And so then you miss your turn it just creates chaos that's crowded streets it's just the way it is yeah uh the last one is space to exit when you plan to exit the freeway give yourself plenty of time you should know the name or number of the freeway exit you want as well as mm. one that be, that comes before it yeah you should be looking for it yeah exactly and don't be so looking don't, for it in the third lane yeah over. right i get that don't and, be like oh i gotta get over right you don't do that especially in a busy area like la you just don't do that you want to make sure you give yourself enough time otherwise you'll miss it. you'll miss it yeah and you're going to cut off thousands of people and the way people drive around here they will run your ass over oh yeah they're not happy with it anyway signal look over your shoulder change lanes one lane at a time um Signal your intention to exit. Use your blinkers, people. Yeah. In in know. LA traffic, that's kind of like no. You 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 put it on quick and you get over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just, just it's, to, it's a warning. I'm getting over. Just to stay legal. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty much. But you don't put your blinker on and let it, because that, you, you put your blinker on and go, okay, everybody, let me over. That's not how it works. Not here. No. No, you, you, it's basically blinker, get over. a gesture, I'm getting over. Well, it's, if you're putting your blink, you're, you've already, you already know you're getting over. You already noticed that you can get over. You put your blinker on and you get over. It's a courtesy. It's a stay legal. <laughs> That's all it is. There's no courtesy. You just stay legal. I would like to think it's a courtesy. Mm-hmm. It's a warning that I'm getting over one way or another. Yeah. Make room or not. Yeah. You ever, those, you ever have those people that, that they just flick their blinker on you and they like, let me over. Nah, ain't happening, bruh. Not here. People nah. laugh at you out Doesn't here. Happen. They're like, yeah, right. I'm just going to speed up. That's exactly You're not getting it. in. Exactly Last it. one. Be sure you are at the proper speed for leaving the traffic lane, not too fast, so you remain in control, and not too slow, so that the flow of traffic can still move freely. Those were good. And that is your driving 101 with Mindy tips. Thank you, Mindy. That was really good. Moving on to fun facts. You know I love those fun facts because they're factual. My first fun fact is bubblegum is pink because that was the only food dye available in the factory where it was made Ah, in the very beginning. Interesting. Uh, I like it. Yeah. The Bahia Emerald is a giant emerald from Brazil weighing over 800 pounds and containing 180,000 carats of precious gemstone. Jesus. It has been at the center of an ownership dispute since 2008 and has an estimated worth of over... 300 million. Oh my God, that's crazy. It's pretty. Just take a chip off that bad boy. Right. Uh, oranges aren't even in the top 10 list of foods when it comes to vitamin C levels. What is, I, I've read this before and I forget what it is. It's like tomatoes or some carrots? weird shit. No, that's not carrots. Um, Doesn't matter. Move on. Leafy greens. I don't think it's that. Hmm. New segment. I'll, I'll look it up. How about New that? New segment. Now, one segment, it's one answer. Go yeah. ahead. Move on to your spot. Yours. Okay, so last one fact. New York City has the highest concentration of nesting peregrine falcons in the wor- mm. world. New York City, right? Is what you said? Yeah. Mm, they, They're the fastest. They can soar over the city by taking advantage of updrafts from skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. The numerous pigeons are a constant food source, which negates their need to migrate. Yeah, they don't need to, and they're really fast. They're the fastest bird. They get way high, and they fly down Mm. and pick those pigeons off like nothing. Uh, Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and cauliflower are the highest in vitamin C. See? Leafy greens. That's not a leafy... It's a green. It's a green. Where's the leaf? It's got leaves on them. uh, Fun facts (laughs) in the books. All right, so why are Americans so tubby? Research shows that obesity, the obesity epidemic in the U.S. is due solely to increased food intake. Yep, turns out we eat more than a couple thousand calories a day, uh, and we're going to get bigger. The research showed physical activity, or rather the lack of physical activity, has played virtually no role and the rising number of expanding American waistlines. We're just eating too much. Oh, I can believe that. 
just eating too much. And now let's get into what your body does while you sleep. You know you're supposed to get eight hours of sleep a night. I never do. Uh, but what's really going on up in your body during that time? Quite a lot, turns out. Here we go. Okay. Ready? Uh, as you fall asleep, you jerk every time. You do, for sure. You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. According to sleep experts, the degree of the jerk is uh, is suggestive of how sleepy you are. So the bigger the jerks, mm-hmm. uh, the more tired your body. Which is you. Okay. I'm tired. Work hard. <laughs> uh, your body temperature goes way down when you sleep. When you're active during the day, we burn more calories. So lowering temperature is a way to reduce the burn rate and save calories. That's cool. Uh, You do a full toxin cleanse when you sleep. This is why it's so important to get a good night's sleep. This allows the body and brain to rejuvenate. And people who don't sleep well, the filtration isn't as effective. So experts say that may help explain why people are so sleep deprived uh, and and they can go a little crazy because they're just, they're not cleansed. That's why they say fasting is really good. Because if you fast, you're fasting not only part of your day, but into the night. And into part of the next day. So there's a cleansing. It's a really good of cleansing. Of your aura. Right. And your urine not as aura, well. But it's the cleansing of your of your aura. And not urine either. Of your pee. Um okay. of your urine. Are you All done? right. You for <laughs> you forget useless information. That's why most people, when they listen to our podcast, they wake up and have no idea what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> right. We take, we take in lots of information all day long, and most of it is luckily forgotten. Yeah, that's, that's not what we hope for here <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> well, we do say useless. We do. Well, we used to. We don't say that anymore. We say it's an informative and entertaining. Oh, that's so right. We, we do. All, we all used to say. Useless. Yeah, information. Long time ago, though. That was a while ago. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's all about entertaining people. Mm-hmm. The, the information doesn't matter so much. Useless or useful? We did used to say that. Something like that. Not anymore, though, Mindy. Let's move on, okay? <laughs> Can we? <laughs> it's going to be a great night. <laughs> it is. Uh, your body becomes paralyzed, but your brain is its most active. The brain of someone who is dreaming is actually more active than that of a person who is, aw- uh, who is awake and requires more oxygen. The theory is that in REM sleep, REM sleep, you're organizing thoughts and learning, filling information. So... On that topic. On that topic. You and I last night, we were awake. Wasn't that a weird feeling? Like uh, I was could awake. not sleep. You and I both got up at the same time and said, we can't sleep. I couldn't sleep. And I'm like, just lay there and pretend you are. <laughs> do you remember me saying that? I do. I just couldn't go to sleep. Yeah, me neither. After Bella woke us up at 1230 in the morning. Yep. It was a yeah strange rough night. Uh, all of your individual cells, not just your brain cells are being completely repaired. How cool Mm. is that? These restorative processes take care of all the damage that's occurred during the day. Uh, when you don't get enough sleep, the effect doesn't just zap your brain. It impacts your whole body. Hence why you feel like you've been beat up after (laughs) an all nighter. I feel that way. I felt that way all day today. Just worn out, man. This is the worst. When you don't get enough sleep. Especially when you got a 10 hour day ahead of you. And there's nothing you can do about it. You can't adjust it. You got to go to work. Uh, You wake up between, I don't, I don't know how parents do it. I mean, I don't either. We only deal with it when our dogs aren't well. 
parents deal with it all the time. All the time. Uh, just woof. You wake up between five and 15 minutes per hour. Wow, that's interesting. It usually happens when we shift to different stages of sleep, like from dreams to deep sleep. And the awakenings happen so briefly that we don't remember them. Mm-hmm. Between five to 15 times per hour. That's crazy. You ever, well, you don't have one, but like my watch um, tells me how well I'm sleeping. Yeah, kind of does and all it, that. And it tells you how restless you are throughout the night. Some nights it's like, It's amazing I get any sleep. Yeah, it really is. And then the last thing, you're probably breathing, but up to 30% of people actually stop breathing at night. Crazy, huh? Up to 90% of people with this disorder, sleep apnea, go undiagnosed, including young women. The life expectancy for someone with untreated sleep apnea is only 58 years. So if you or your partner snores at night, it's time to get checked out. Uh, Don't you think, have you ever just thought about sleep in general? Like we do it every single night and it's, isn't it such a weird phenomenon where we just, everything shuts down? it, It is. It's. And then we wake up. Refreshed. And sort of repaired and sort of different and all of that. I sort of feel like that's how death must feel. Like you just. That's the big rejuvenation. You, Yeah. You just kind of go out like. Yeah. And that's it. You you, you never awake. So I don't know. I just, Well, if it's like sleep, then you have to awake. You have to awaken somewhere somehow. But that's, that's the trippy thing I find is that we do this every night, right? Yeah. Lights out. We don't, we're not really conscious of it when we're out. Not really. Yeah. And then we awake. It's subconscious. It is an interesting thing when you really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trip. Anyway. It really is. And it also, it's really an interesting thing when you really think about that, that like a penis goes in a vagina, Mm. like how weird that is and how. Okay. Right. I mean, just, you can, (laughs) you could pull anything out of the air and go, well, that is really weird that that happens. (laughs) You just did. Uh, Let's move on. Hold uh, anything out of the let's air. Do this. Inspirational word. I'm picking just random ones. I noticed. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> wow. Always forgive your enemies. Mm-hmm. Nothing annoys them so much. Ooh, doesn't it? Mm. Good one. Next one. Be sure you put your feet in the right place, then stand firm. Yes, I like it. And the last one. When we turn to one another for counsel, we reduce the number of our enemies. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Good ones, Mindy. Yeah. Nice job. Thank you. It's time for podcast shoutouts. Mindy's segment. Yes. So new shows, Business Wars. Oh, that's the one that Antonio recommended? Yeah, absolutely. And it is really good. You learn different um, larger companies. Like uh, I think I listened to one on Monopoly. And um, I forget the other one already. But um, basically it's like what happened to the company tells a little bit of information. Or maybe they peg one company versus another. Mm. Um, it escapes me right now, but the f- first one I listened to was more like that. 
and how it came to, I think it was Nike versus some other company. Anyway, I'm sorry. Let's go into but it. It's, let's just, it's, let's it's do, really good. It, I think you should play by play the exact, the entire show. <laughs> okay. I'm just joking. Jason, I'm just joking. Whatever. <laughs> Get around. I'm kidding. Um, I, But I listened to that, geez, I think last weekend. So I listened to a lot of podcasts as you're about to find out. Yes. The next one's up uh, for shows during the week. The Daily Dose with our own Jason Galbraith. Thank you. The Daily Mark and Linda podcast. Weird AF News Mm -hmm. with Jonesy. Office Ladies confronting OJ Simpson. Your Artificial Friends. Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto podcast. Sword and Scale. See you next Tuesday. Mark in the morning. I, I've been digging in the old catalog. It's yeah, I like that's a grows a great fun radio program. Bugology. Yeah, we got a new one out. That's right. Yes, I enjoyed that. You guys need to get together and do another one. We'll do our best. Uh, did you tell him what I said? No. What did you say? Wow. That you enjoyed it. That I miss his podcast. I didn't tell him that. Wow. Sorry. All right. Deadly misadventures. Great podcast. Amazing podcast. Chick with a Stick. I love these guys. They're so fun. Yes. Ben Shapiro, Models in the Morning, our very own Stephanie and David, yes. and Serial. Nice. Those were good. Yeah. And also, I, I will shout out um, Unscripted Narrative. We did record a, uh, a remote podcast talking to Ryan Churchill, who was one of our first uh, folks that we interviewed before we even started doing video. So now you get to see what Ryan looks like. Uh, if you haven't seen him, I'm sure when you see him, you're like, oh crap, I've seen him on a lot of commercials because he's he's always on commercials. And we talk a little bit about that, which is really cool. We talk about what it means to be in a commercial and how they're sort of recycling commercials right now because they're not recording any new ones. And it's been really beneficial for him mm. who's been out of work. Uh, he's been able to be okay. It's been really, it was, it's really interesting conversation because some people don't know how that stuff works. Uh, and we're going to continue. We're, we're actually having an interview this weekend with Brett Headland, who was the director. He was on other shows, but he was the director, uh, other unscripted narrative shows, I mean, but he was the director of a, sh- of a movie that's on Netflix right now that's doing really well. It's uh, the, the last the, the Stand at Paxton County. Yes. I think it's The Stand at Paxton County. Uh, it's It's got really good reviews. We watched it. We loved it. We highly recommend it. So check it out. And it's uh, Brett Hedlund will be on uh, that podcast this weekend. And I so. want to give a shout out to the Wreck My Boys, Wreck My Podcast. Absolutely. Um, Jordan is just amazing. He always um, answers the question to the podcast. And I loved his answer this week. It was quite funny. Well, they're really, really great members of, of low tree studios. They're active members. They're, they're, they're contributors and, uh, really appreciate those guys a ton more than they, more than I think they even understand really. They're just great dudes. So, and that's it for our show. That was, uh, and I have a very long weekend, so I am going to listen to podcasts. Yes. And maybe we'll, we'll, uh, on our drive, Get some in as well. Get That's some, right. Get some wreck my podcast in as well. I don't get to listen. Like I said, I don't get to listen a lot and it's a, it's a bummer, but, uh, I try to pick a, a couple on the weekend and just mm-hmm. go, boom, I'm going to listen to this. So, all right, well, that's it for us. You guys, we appreciate you. Uh, if you'd like to listen to us live, you can do so on Castbox. 
And it's typically every Wednesday. As I mentioned earlier, we're doing something different next week. So do that with us. But uh, once we get back to normal, it'll be Wednesday. at We're doing it at 5.30 p.m. now. We're starting a little earlier, just so you know. Also, if you love what we do and want more of us, you can subscribe to our Low Tree Studios Patreon page. We do a podcast every Monday, a Jason and Minnie podcast every Monday. Plus, we do B-roll. The difference between us stuff and uh, also check out our website lowtreestudios.com the links are provided in the show notes and uh as mentioned we have a show called the difference between us it's not going to be live this week we mentioned last week that we would have a show we're not going to even have a show uh we just got too much going on so difference between us will return next week oh we will have your patreon yeah show. patrons will get a show of course uh, and that's on CastBox at 6.30 p.m. Enjoy your evening, everyone. And everyone, and thank you for listening to the Jason and Mindy podcast where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from Life's Daily Grind. And you have the question of the podcast in front of oh, you. Oh, did I not print it for you? I apologize. The question of the podcast for listener participation for next uh, Wednesday, next Thursday, really, is what is your best line to win an argument? You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or Mindy's Facebook page or the Lotry Studios Facebook page, and we will feature responses on next on our next show. Have a great weekend. Have a great Memorial Day. We will talk to you next week. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.